been in that boat where I'm like, I need everything. There's no one supplement or piece of tech that is going to save your life. You know, we have to come back to the basics. All that. All the basics. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and check movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the Biohacker Babes. My name is Renee and I'm tuning in from sunny Las Vegas today along with my beautiful sister, Lauren. Blah, blah. It's sunny in Vegas. We get it. <laughs> okay. It's sunny here too, actually. It's beautiful in Maryland today. Yay. It's a happy day. I'm a little distracted watching Rudy on the daycare doggy cam. <laughs> That's great. You know, all it's the like- dogs are outside and it's sunny, but he doesn't want to be outside. But you know, if he goes inside, then he doesn't want to be out- inside. He wants to be outside. Sounds typical for an animal. Sounds like he needs to meditate. Aww. Let's work on being in the present moment. Anyways, <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> well, I have Nala sitting at my door crying. So oh. I wish we could just have the babies on the podcast. That would be fun. Yeah. We'd get Our nothing lives done. are hard. It's hard to work with cute animals. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky to have these cute little babies. Yeah. All right. Oh, on with right. the show. What on are we doing? Show. We have a Just the Babes episode today. And we have gotten some feedback from you all, which we always love because it helps guide us every season. And, you know, we've really covered a lot between season six earlier this year, and now we're halfway through season seven. A lot of thought leaders, companies, products, tech, and we know some of you may feel overwhelmed and you're like, okay, do I need to buy all of these things? Where do I start if I'm a beginner to biohacking? So today we're going to give you our honest opinions on the things that we've tried, the things that we've learned this season. And we're going to share what we feel is really powerful and useful, especially for moving the needle. So it might be different from person to person, right? Lauren, you and I have even experienced certain things move the needle more than others, but we're going to do kind of like a debrief on the latest episodes for 2022. And hopefully you'll get a better understanding and kind of like a recap of what's been going on. Yeah. Our goal is definitely to be as raw and honest as possible, but of course we get excited by a lot of things. So just know if you, if we sound excited and we say it, that's really genuine. We're going to do our best to really explain the things that we think are maybe not worth it or less exciting. (laughs) It's, it's hard to distinguish, but basically we broke this into seven categories based on what we think are the most important pillars of health. So we have some structure and they're, they're mainly in priority order. So sleep at the top of the list, gut health, right? Those are two really big pillars followed by brain health, some stress, resiliency, circadian rhythm, and jet lag. And you're like, well, these are all important. Yes, they are. So, okay. (laughs) All seven are important, but sleep at the top. We're going to do just a little bit of talk about fasting and then the icing on top, which would be the next level biohacks in 
in regards to this episode, I think we're pretty much just talking about peptides because we had a few guests in season six and seven talk about peptides. We're not going to introduce anything new in this episode. As Renee said, we just want to review and make sure you have a really good understanding of these products, tech modalities that we've been chatting about. So we'll share what's working well, what we're doing consistently. And if you still have questions, reach out to us with specific questions about certain products. Because yeah, I've been in that boat where I'm like, I need everything. There's no one supplement or piece of tech that is going to save your life. You know, we have to come back to the basics first and foremost. And I think we've had some fun conversations in the last couple of weeks, podcasts that have not been released yet, but talking about mental, emotional health and how everything really starts up in, in the brain and our mindset. So just consider stress. Or if your perceived stress is not high, where else could there be stress in the body? We always want to start there before we dive into things that we could spend our money on. Or like the free biohacks we always mention. Sunshine, grounding, breathing fresh air, breathing. moving your body. <sighs> yeah, all that. All the basics. Yep. Yeah. Let's kick it off with my favorite, sleep. Yeah, you're the sleep queen. I'll let you lead. Go on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like every guest somehow ties the topic back to sleep because it's just, it's essential, right? We sleep one third of our lives. So if we're not focusing on getting that optimal, we're really not going to see results elsewhere in our lives. So to tie sleep in, um, the episode we had Michael Brandt on from HVMN, all about exogenous ketones. So if you're not familiar with ketones, little basic 101 here. So ketones, they're, it's a natural source of fuel for your body. They're often created when your stored carbs are depleted. This then triggers your body to convert the fat storage in your body into ketones, and your body then uses that for fuel. Unlike fats, ketones can actually cross the blood-brain barrier. That's why it's really good for a lot of brain cognitive things. So it allows the ketones to fuel both your brain and your body. Compared to other sources of energy like glucose or fat, ketones are really more efficient. They're a much cleaner fuel. There's less oxidative stress when we are able to use ketones rather than just burning glucose for fuel. Um, and that's because there's less oxygen in the process of that. So one of our one of my biggest questions for Michael on the show was how do ketones work for sleep? Because I've been really curious about this. A lot of biohackers have tried this and I've heard some good things, um, which makes sense because a lot of people actually have trouble sleeping through the night because their brain is not getting the right fuel it needs. So especially if you have a continuous glucose monitor on, you might have seen on your app that your glucose is dipping in the middle of the night. When your glucose drops, then the body kind of goes into, a, into an alert state, increases cortisol, wakes us up, and we say, what? Oh, I have to pee. That's why I woke up. But quite often, it's not really that, right? Our bodies should actually be able to shut that process down so that you don't have to urinate in the middle of the night. So sometimes it's that lack of fuel. So ideally, the ketones are then going to fuel your brain and get you to be able to sleep through the night. But the interesting thing is we're also using ketones a lot for almost like a nootropic effect, right? For energy, brain function in the morning. So it's like, how can something that we take in the morning be so energizing that then we can take it for sleep. And he explained it almost like it's kind of like working it as an adaptogenic thing. When we stack it with some other nootropics or caffeine, it does fuel the brain. It gets things across the blood brain barrier. We have better focus, better mental clarity. But then at night, again, we're fueling the brain to be able to do what it's supposed to do when the lights are out and we're in bed. 
So I thought that was kind of a cool thing. And as far as us trying it, I have not been consistent taking it before bed. So I can't say I've seen a clear change in data. I don't, I don't think I wake up in the middle of the night with that, but I've also experimented with different things like doing that stack from Dave Asprey where it's a tablespoon of nut butter, a teaspoon of honey, and then a teaspoon of MCT oil, which is the similar idea as you're just fueling the body to be able to get through the night without having any kind of glucose or blood sugar crash. But I personally really like it as a midday snack. So my recommendation would be if you want to try exogenous ketones, if you're the type of person that maybe in between conference calls, you're running down to the kitchen and you're like, oh, I just want a little snack. Like, are you physically hungry? Or is it just, oh, I have a little mental break. I want to go grab something. For me, that's been really helpful. I'll just go down. I'll take a shot of the ketones. And then I get back to work. And I don't think about food again for several hours. So that's been a win for me in that realm. Yeah, definitely sometime during the day or even in the morning. And and I'm sure you're like, what does the morning have to do with sleep? Well, circadian rhythm, what we do in the morning really sets us up for good sleep. So you could do this first thing in the morning. If you're fasted, we like it before a workout, if you're fasted or not as fuel, it's basically just really efficient, a really efficient source of fuel for your brain. And I haven't done consistent experimentation with sleep specifically and taking it before bed, but I have had some clients do it with great success. I think if you kind of fall in that category of what Renee was saying, do I need a snack before bedtime? I see that a lot because sometimes with glucose data, we see the reactive hypoglycemia. So it's like, are you the person that needs a small snack like the Dave Asprey snack? Or is your small snack before bedtime actually causing the hypoglycemia? Why not turn to ketones and see if that takes care of the issue, right? Because our insulin doesn't respond as well at nighttime. So it's really not an optimal time. It's also a very optimal time to extend your fasting window. And ketones, you can do while fasted. They're not going to break your fast. And they're really this energy efficient fuel source. So I think pretty much a full day of opportunity to take these ketones. Disclaimer, they don't taste like ice cream. They don't taste great. (laughs) Yeah. My husband says it tastes like bad vodka. I don't know. That sounds actually worse than it is, but. Okay. Unless you're completely sober. If you've had alcohol in your life, you probably at some point have drank an alcoholic beverage. It didn't taste good and you just drank it to drink it. So. Exactly. Suck it up. (laughs) I mean, I take it like a shot anyways. It's not like I'm sipping on it over ice. Just take, shoot it down. And I will say about the fasting thing, right? This is always a big question. Does it stop the fast? So do keep in mind there are calories in there. It's like Mm -hmm. 45 calories, I think, for a shot. But a lot of the overnight fasting benefits really come from giving your digestive system a break, right? You don't, like you said, if you're having that snack before bed, there's a couple of things you want to look at, but your digestive tract is still processing whatever you ate, even if it's just a tablespoon of nut butter. So that's kind of cool too. The ketones, well, it's a few calories you're not having to digest it while you're sleeping. Yeah. Or check your glucose, see what's happening when you're taking it. Probably it's going to be a very minimal rise. Anyways, I think ketones can be really helpful for most people because of the direct impact on the brain and sleep. So that's why it has made it into the top of our list. If you struggle with sleep, if you struggle with fasting, if you struggle with avoiding sacking during the day, if you struggle with just consistent energy through the day. And of course, we always want to come back to underlying stressors, make sure we're not ignoring something that needs our attention. But I would say I would probably recommend ketones for almost anybody. Yeah, it gets my vote. And 
I do think quality matters. I know some people are like, oh, it's so expensive. I can find these ketones on Amazon. And I've looked through a lot of those brands and a lot of them are adding, gosh, some of them even have like aspartame and sucralose or like artificial coloring and flavoring. And like, I would save your money. Don't buy the cheap stuff. If you're going to buy it, just get the good stuff. If anything, HVMN, get one bottle, test it. I mean, the bottle is pretty big. You can test it a lot of days and see if it makes a difference. If it doesn't, then maybe you don't buy another bottle. But Mm -hmm. um, I definitely would vote. Try it. Yeah. I'm not going to use it all the time, but I really like having it on hand for sure. So second podcast in this category, we have to talk about the amp coil. And this is just based on my personal experience. I am being 1000% honest that I will not go to sleep without my amp coil. It is such a non hard, non-negotiable staple. I love my amp coil. I can't imagine not having it and that is not a sales pitch. I'm just, this is what I have and love, and I'm so grateful for it. It is a really expensive piece of tech, but a pretty close to a cure-it-all. Would you agree, Renee? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sold on the amp coil too. I, it's not super portable, but I do find myself taking it upstairs and downstairs and upstairs and downstairs. Cause I like it for like my midday meditation stack. And then I do like it before bed. Honestly, I usually like when Ryan and I are watching maybe a Netflix show before bed, I'll do like the relax all and then I'll go get in bed kind of thing. Yeah, so, it's great. In case you missed this episode with Freddie or have missed us talking about this completely, the AMP coil is PEMF technology and Tesla technology. It's in a coil. It's actually a circular coil and it's attached to an amplifier. So it's emitting sound frequencies The idea is that our body is like a musical instrument. Every cell in our body has to be tuned to a specific frequency. You can think of an instrument like a piano or a violin, guitar that gets out of tune. It just doesn't quite sound right to the ears. It's going to play best when it's in tune. So your body is kind of the same. Like every organ system has a specific frequency. And so the amp coil can send, emit these frequencies to the body And by bringing the body back into its natural resonant state, we allow healing to happen. You've heard this before. It's the motto of our show. We want your body to have natural healing abilities. So we can almost throw everything else away if we put the body in a state of healing capacity. Um, It is a proprietary system using these PEMF, which is the pulse electromagnetic frequencies or field. And essentially there's journeys on there. There's a voice diagnostic, so you can speak into it and it can kind of, I like to think of it as my fortune teller, but I'm like, oh, it's really kind of read my palm. It knows exactly what's going on. I think you've had some pretty good success with this, Renee, right? It's like a little freaky how accurate it is. Yeah. Can I share what happened after our Tahoe trip? Yeah. So we had a family trip to Lake Tahoe and I mean, it was a healthy trip. Like we're out outdoors a lot, getting lots of sunshine. We're hiking getting a good amount of sleep. But for me, I think I was just a little run down by the end of the trip. And so our last night in Tahoe, I was thinking I was getting some kind of virus or sick or something. I had sore throat, swollen lymph nodes, really tired, headache. So the next day, of course, I test for COVID just to make sure, whatever, negative. And you were like, oh, you should run an amp coil diagnostic and see. And well, first it was like, no one else in the family is getting sick. So it's not like there's a bug going around. It was like, check, 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 confirmed. Everyone else is good. 
Right. The five of us that were together, everyone else traveled home. Everyone felt fine. And I had been with you all for four days. So it was like, why, why am I the one getting sick? <laughs> and right. So then I get home, I do the diagnostic scan and a hundred percent number one priority was Epstein-Barr virus, which if you have been listening to the show for a while, you know that I have had, well, my health journey really started when I got mono in my, how old was I? 20 years old. And then I've had Epstein-Barr virus reactivations over the years. And so that came up as a priority. And I'm like, now that I think about it, all of my symptoms are just like when I had mono. Like it wasn't cold symptoms. I wasn't like sneezing and blowing my nose and stuff. It was the swollen lymph nodes, the sore throat, the fatigue. And so I really followed the Ampoil programming for three days. And within three days, I was back to normal. Felt great. Wow. So that's the magic of the Ampoil. There's a diagnostic and then there's also the healing journey. So just to paint this picture, if you haven't seen the amp coil, it's the circular coil that I mentioned. It's attached to a cord, attached to this suitcase shape amplifier, but you lay with the coil, the circular coil on your body. So typical protocol is you just put it kind of on your stomach and your core center. You can put it in different places, like for the pain release application, you could put it locally where you're having pain, but generally it's like the middle of your body. You lay down you're present with it. You know, we don't advise watching TV or having other distractions. It could be imprinting certain ideas, frequencies, narratives. You want to be, you know, present with the healing device. I use mine when I go to sleep. Like I'll put it on when I do my breath work, my brain dump, and then often fall asleep with it. And, you know, you can turn it off if you wake up in the middle of the night or turn it off in the morning. You had another interesting story recently, diagnostic scan this past week with the stressful event that's been going on. I just want to mention that because again, I think the diagnostic was like, whoa, that's really accurate. Yeah. I had a really stressful, I would say two weeks and I was like, well, I'm due for another scan. Let me just see what comes up. And number one, 100% was mental, emotional energy. I'm like, well, no surprise there. And so then I, you know, it gave me a lot of recommendations, but including also support for like my endocrine system, my reproductive system. So things that would be kind of hampered from a lot of stress, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the, the hormones and things that would shut down when you're stressed out. So yeah, it's there. really cool. Yeah. So it really has endless applications, mental, emotional stress, resiliency. I love the relax all, which is just like a down regulation of the nervous system, down regulates emotions. So if you tend to have a really active, like hyperactive mind, monkey mind at night, that's helpful. But there's applications for the immune system, for breaking down viruses, pathogens. There's nutrition. So you can actually imprint nutritional therapies um, like amino acids, electrolytes. It goes on and on and on. So I think the biggest takeaway is that it's really acting on the nervous system. And if we have stress in our life, which hello, who doesn't have stress, even if you don't have perceived stress, our bodies are under attack from our modern day life. This coil really allows that down-regulation and the down-regulation being more in parasympathetic or just having your nervous system balance is really where the healing happens. So it's good preventatively. It's good therapeutically. It's great just to confirm or deny a hypothesis about what's going on you know, it doesn't replace a doctor, but sure does provide a lot of information. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it always comes back to the nervous system and I can always use the help there. (laughs) Yeah. So 
that's raw, honest opinion. I use mine every single day. You're supposed to use it only six days a week. And so I have some downtime when I travel and stuff, but it's really hard for me to not use it because I love it so much. And I think you're using it pretty frequently as well. Yeah, I would say it's hard for me to not use it too much. And I've never experienced, I guess, any side effects of using it, quote unquote, too much. Um, I know some people that are really sensitive to the the energy. Mm -hmm. That's probably more important. So, but yeah. So if you want to learn more, we did a podcast with our very good friend, Freddie Kimmel. He hosts and produces the Beautifully Broken podcast, which we highly recommend you listening to his podcast. We've done two interviews with him now. He is a cancer survivor, has had a lot of trauma to his body, and he now works for Ampcoil. So he is just a wealth of information, and he is big on the energetic nervous system, making sure that the body is in a state of healing. So check out that episode or those two episodes with him. We also have a webinar about the amp coil. If you're intrigued and want to learn more, if this resonates with you, <laughs> literally resonates. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the amp coil. And I think that kind of wraps up our sleep category. Of course, we could put a lot of things in this category, but I would say those are the two biggest needle movers from the last two seasons. Yeah. Just keep in mind, we're focusing on the seasons of 2022. So if you're like, what about the 50 other things for sleep? Yeah. Yes. We're just focusing on recent <laughs> things to try and debrief and get you all focused on the recent stuff. <laughs> we're saying that to you and to each other. We're like, stay on track. Stay on, stay track. on track. I know. When we were like doing the show notes for the episode, I kept trying to add more and Lauren's like, no, that wasn't this year. <laughs> It'll be a five-hour podcast. So yes. moving on to our second big, big pillar, which is gut health. We talked to Dr. Paul Baratero of Synergy Science. He is the hydrogen water guy. He is just an awesome human. We had a great time talking to him. He educates about hydrogen water. Hydrogen water is created when we have extra hydrogen molecules dissolved from hydrogen gas added into regular drinking water. Hydrogen is the most abundant element on the planet, though with modern day stressors like toxic air, toxic water, toxic thoughts. Uh, bad food, GMOs, pesticides, EMFs, all these things that are destroying our gut are really interfering with our absorption of hydrogen and just sourcing of hydrogen. A lot of us are drinking empty water in plastic bottles or alkaline water. Please stop drinking that. So we're not getting a lot of hydrogen and hydrogen is very healing, specifically on two big categories, oxidative stress and inflammation. And we could say that those Two states are at the root of almost all chronic disease. So really, really, really important. If we, we can change the state of those two things. So he does talk about his machines. He's created a pretty fancy water filter. He also has a countertop pitcher and then a travel water bottle, all which turns your water into hydrogen so you can get more of this. Fairly expensive items. I would say the travel water bottle, which I have is the least expensive. Don't think you need to run out and get the pitcher, but I think it's a really great episode to understand hydrogen and why we may need it and what may be affecting the gut. Because if our gut is in disrepair, disarray, we're going to have a host of other problems that we then, you know, are distracted by trying to heal, but (laughs) it comes back to the gut. Yeah. I always appreciate when someone can tie whatever 
product or tech or research, whatever, they're always tying it back to like the root cause, which you said is oxidative stress and inflammation. And that's why it's helping with the gut and with diabetes and dementia. And oh my gosh, his story about the physician with the tremors. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, his stories were great. Like go listen to that episode just to have fun. Like he's just such an awesome guy. It was such a fun episode, but um, he's always tying it back to that root cause. And yeah, if you're ready to just like totally invest in it, I think his machine's awesome. But if you want to just start slow, I think maybe just some hydrogen tablets that you can throw in water. It's what, like 40 bucks for a bottle of 30 tablets, something like that. Just start with that and see how you feel. Um, mm-hmm. You feel, I think you feel a difference kind of instantaneously, but but that's just an easier way to put your foot in. Yeah, I would definitely start there because it's a high price point. And even I'm like, oh, I'm not sure that I would throw down for that. I am leaning more in that direction just because I believe in it so much. And I think if I wasn't traveling so much, I, I probably would invest in the filter. But it's tough. It's a tough one. It's it's up there. So I think Renee's advice, start with the tablets and just see how you feel. I just know when I go to conferences and the few times that I've met Paul at conferences, you know, in these exhibit halls, there's snacks and chocolate and protein bars and supplements and nootropics and coffee and all of the things that could purportedly boost your energy. And nothing makes me feel better than hydrogen water at those conferences. So I think that's saying something, but again, start low and slow, see how you feel, see if it speaks to you. I think for people with metabolic syndrome, metabolic health issues. So glucose dysregulation, if you are getting markers of oxidative stress and inflammation showing up in your lab work, and you haven't been able to pinpoint where it's coming from, definitely keep searching. You want to figure out what the source is. But I think in the meantime, while you are investigating, or if you just have systemic levels of that, hydrogen is definitely going to help. Definitely. Anyways. Yeah. Let us know if that's something that you want more information on. Again, not trying to sell at all, but great episode. Go back to that one. And I hope that you understand hydrogen a little bit better. Next on this list for gut health would be Paleo Valley. We talked to Autumn Smith, who is the founder of Paleo Valley. It is a regenerative farm source supplement functional food company. So she has protein powders, uh, organ meat supplementation, Vitamin C, apple cider vinegar, yeah, complex jerky, grass-fed jerky, some cool stuff. Yeah. And we really put this under gut health because that was her personal driver to create the brand. She suffered from severe, I forget, it was IBS or IBD, but a lot of issues and the doctors just had no answers for her, just that she had to deal with that. And she turned to the paleo diet. And then started really researching supplements. And when she couldn't find a lot of what she wanted and needed personally, she was like, fine, I'll just create my own stuff. And so that is how Paleo Valley was born. But the apple cider vinegar complex, like I was saying, she founded that because obviously apple cider vinegar has great benefits for digestion, detoxification, controlling blood glucose. And yes, you can just do a shot of apple cider vinegar, but if you don't want to do that, it's nice this is in capsule form because it just goes right down to your stomach and gets to work. And, and you put it in your pocket and take it to restaurants with you rather than carrying your Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Yes. Yeah. You don't want that to spill in your purse. Yikes. Um, yeah. And then also her greens powder, this was an interesting thing. So obviously greens powders have become super popular on the market, but 
they're trying to just throw everything in there. They're like, you know, wheatgrass and chlorella and spirulina and all these like superfood marketing lines. And she found that the wheat or any cereal grasses, especially wheatgrass actually caused her GI symptoms to flare up. So if you are suffering from any gut stuff, I would definitely take a look at what you're consuming in your products there, but her greens product is great. And it tastes, I think, really good for a greens powder. So I think so too. I don't have to add anything. I can drink it plain, which is, I, I typically can't do that with greens. And a lot of the popular brands out there, Athletic Greens, which I have a lot of clients that drink and Organifi, which I think are fairly clean products, but they do have the cereal grasses. So I would just really pay attention to your digestion. If that's a thing for you, switch over to Paleo Valley. I do love how much she cares about regenerative farming and the sourcing is really clean. So I think for like our vegan vegetarian friends, if you need organ meat supplementation, which can be really helpful because we're seeing these nutrient deficiencies, if you're plant-based, we really like her organ meat supplementation. I think it comes from a really good source that is trusted. So if you're a little like, ah, I don't want to eat animals, I think this is the next best step, a safe option. I will say like, I still haven't found one supplement company that makes all of the things that I want and need. That's pretty hard. Yeah. I wish I could say like, I'm going to get everything from Paleo Valley, but like, there's a few things missing. They have a really solid stack, but I also then look at bioptimizers and I love those products, but there's still like some things missing. So I would just encourage you to be really simplistic and really whittle down what's going to move the needle the most for you. Yeah. You're having blood sugar issues. You really need the apple cider vinegar and you're tired of drinking it and possibly hurting your teeth. Paleo Valley. We need clean organ meat supplementation because maybe you have thyroid antibodies or maybe you're not eating meat and so you have other nutrient deficiencies. I think Paleo Valley is great for that. Just to reiterate, reiterate, I think the sourcing is really good and for what they have, it's really good. Yeah. And I will say, yes, in, in the dream world, we would have one company that does everything. But at the same time, I also appreciate that these companies know what they're good at and they specialize in those things. Yeah. You know, like there are some companies out there that have like 200 everything. products. And I'm like, how do you have the best of everything? Right. So that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Paleo Valley, like they'll, they'll release like one product, like we've worked all year and now we have this one new product kind of thing yeah. and we do it, you know, slowly. And then their beef sticks. I just have to throw that in there. My, ah, oh, my favorite snack in the world these fermented beef sticks, again, sourced so cleanly and they're so delicious. Oh my gosh. The, the jalapeno beef one and the summer sausage. Oh, the summer sausage. Hands, hands down. down. That one just melts in your <laughs> mouth. And I think that's Rudy's favorite snack of all time too. There's a lucky dog. That's grandpa doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks grandpa. He traveled all the way to Seattle and then onto the cruise with his beef jerky. Didn't eat it on the cruise, came back. He was like, I saved it for Rudy. Aww. <gasps> Grandpa of the year. There you go. Yeah. Spoiled <laughs> boy. It's really, it's that good though. I think that matters. You want to give your dog clean food as well. Oh, of course. If we can give our animals hydrogen water and summer sausage, they're going to be pretty good off. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that wraps up gut health. Yeah. Did you have anything else? Yeah. No, that's great. Hey, biohackers. We just have a quick interruption in today's episode to tell you about something that is a game changer when it comes to blue light. 
So, you know, we talk about blue light exposure a lot on the podcast and how we really want to be getting outdoors, getting that natural blue light exposure, especially first thing in the morning, right? That's going to help get us energized and focused and increase our natural rise in cortisol for the day. But unfortunately, a lot of us are sitting inside on computers and tablets and phones and TVs, right? And we're getting all this artificial blue light, which is very damaging to our overall health, but especially for our eye health. We don't want to be straining our eyes all day with this blue light exposure because it can cause long-term damage to our eyes, but also like that eye strain, maybe you've experienced headaches or blurry vision or just that mental fatigue. So a really easy biohack for this is to wear blue light blocking glasses during the day. And that's where our friends from Felix Gray come in which I am wearing right now. Not that you can see them because you're just listening to my voice, but they're nice because they just look like normal glasses. So if you don't like the crazy amber looking glasses when you're on your work calls or whatever, this is a really great option to protect your eyes during the day. Yeah, I definitely feel a difference and I am wearing my glasses as well right now too. I feel a difference when I do not wear them. Despite my best efforts, I am a a magnet to the sun, but I also have Zoom calls on my computer all day long. So I often can't get the balance of indoor to outdoor light like I want to. And if I'm not wearing my glasses, I do start to feel that fatigue, maybe brain fog, which I think a lot of us jump to. I need more sugar or I need more caffeine. Well, it could just be that your brain is exhausted from staring at blue light. So I think this is a really, really easy biohack that we should all be implementing if you are victim to these modern day stressors, like being in front of your computer, or even if you're on your phone a lot during the day does not hurt to try. And what we love about Felix Gray is that they're making some pretty stylish glasses. I think traditionally, a lot of the blue light blocking companies were not really going for fashion. And I know that's not the most important thing. We just want to block the blue light. But that was a big commitment for a lot of people because you look a little bit different at nighttime. And I know I like to wear mine in the airports and on airplanes. And so I'm just really grateful that we are moving in the direction that we can look like we're just wearing normal glasses or glasses that, you know, fit our face and we have different styles and frames so that we can look stylish, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking these will be great. Even when I just go out, especially being in Vegas, like when we have friends in town and I'm out at the casino, gosh, the blue light exposure there is just horrific. So the fact that I can wear, yeah, some stylish glasses that people wouldn't even probably question, it'll be nice to be able to protect myself in that way. And they've also gone one step further. They have prescription glasses available. And I remember when this first came out on the market, the blue light blocking glasses, especially like dad, he would wear his like reading glasses, prescription glasses, and then wear his blue light blocking glasses over it. And it's like, we've got to fix this problem. And Felix Gray has done that. (laughs) You do what you got to do. Okay. But yes, Yes. definitely happy we're moving in the right direction. I do get that question a lot for my glasses wearing clients are the prescriptions. So yes, all in one, you can get it done, wear it. They are light. I've worn them to the movie theater. So if you don't want to go like full red or amber at night, I think you could wear these just to reduce a little bit. If you are exposed to a big screen with light and you still want to get home and go to bed. So I think there's many applications for it, but I would say you can wear these anywhere and no one is going to question you, even though I will suggest that you have these biohacking conversations and wear your red light glasses proudly. We can get by with Felix Gray. And when we have health and style all in one. Yep. And their lenses actually filter 15 times more blue light. 
So that's really how it's helping our eyes. And you can see true color despite the lens tint, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And the tint, it's actually built into the glasses. So if you get really cheap ones on Amazon, you'll notice you could actually scratch the color off of it, which is not, hopefully you're not going to sit there and scratch at them, but you could scratch it off. This is built into the lens. So it's a really high quality. And I feel like these are going to just last me forever. They're, they're awesome. Yes. So if you want to check out these awesome glasses, you can head over to felixgrayglassescom slash biohacker babes. Always easy to remember that, right? Biohacker babes. Excellent. Let's get back to the show. Let's move to brain health, which is kind of up the Vegas nerve highway from the gut. Brain health is really important. Cognitive function. We'll kick this off with nootropics. We had Mr. Newts on from Newtopia. And Renee loves nootropics. Actually, I think you love nootropics more than me. So do you want to talk first and then I'll kind of counter? I do. But this is a good segue from gut health because nootropics are amazing and I love them and I would just take them every day. But again, it's something that you do once you have everything else under control, like your gut health, your sleep, right? You want to make sure you have the foundational things, not just to focus on long-term health, but the nootropics are going to work better. And I definitely notice a difference when I take nootropics on a night that I slept well versus a night I didn't sleep well. So you're just going to go like one step higher if you get the foundational stuff first. So a little bit more about Nootopia. So they're personalized nootropic stacks. So first of all, what are nootropics? If you missed that episode? Oh yeah. Start there. <laughs> so nootropics to keep it really simple. It's anything that's going to kind of upgrade your cognitive function, mental clarity, your memory, your focus, just mental energy for the day. But there's a lot of nootropic companies on the market where it's just one product and they give everyone the same product. And most of them throw caffeine in there. So you kind of wonder, am I really getting any benefit or is it just the caffeine in a capsule? So I like that Nootopia went a couple steps further. One, they're personalized nootropic stacks. So when you go to the website, you actually take a quiz and this will determine which, uh, which neurochemicals you maybe are uh, more dominant in or more deficient in. And so based off of that, what you need, and they're looking at, you know, like GABA, serotonin, dopamine, based off of what you need, then they recommend a stack for you of different products. Of all the different products, you can take them one at a time. You can stack them together, but they basically have three program options. So don't be overwhelmed by like, oh my gosh, it's it's a little bit pricier. You can start with like the basic one, just try a couple things. And then if you really like it, you can always build upon that. But each formula is specific to a different outcome. So if you want like, let's say brain flow, Brain flow is really good for like verbal fluidity, right? The the words just kind of roll off your tongue. I love it for podcasting or socializing versus... Is that what you had? Because you're speaking really well right now. Mm, am I speaking very eloquently today? Yeah, I'm like still spraying the Zammer juice. So I'm like, focus, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> versus um, like focus savagery. This is crazy. I'm so focused, but I don't want to talk to anyone. Like I have to do, it's so weird. I have to do focus every on a day where I'm going to sit at my computer and write. I don't want to do it before a podcast because I just am like, mm, I don't know. I'm just like not vibing with it. And then Zammer juice I like when I'm going out to socialize. I think is it's got a little bit of that GABA, which is a little bit calming, but it has a little bit of an energy boost. Um, Ooh, serotonin. for boost. introverts. Yeah. 
So instead of drinking alcohol, when you go out, just do a couple sprays of the Zammer juice. And that might kind of take off that edge of social anxiety if you suffer from that at all. I like that. Yeah. Oh gosh, I could just go on and on about the different <laughs> stacks, but I'm obviously a really big fan. You are. And you're on nootropics right now. I guess I am too. I took my Zammer juice because I do like that one. I will just counter that. I, I mean, Renee did say this, you have to have everything else in place. I just think a lot of people suffer from more upstream issues. A lot of people have neuroinflammation. And of course there's a spectrum there, brain fog, fatigue, depression, anxiety, ADHD. We have to send our attention there. If that is the issue, I would not take nootropics. If you do not have all of these pillars in place, good sleep, good gut health, really good hygiene, you know, balance of indoor, outdoor light, all the things, movement. And if you're having any of these symptoms that I just mentioned, brain fog, depression, anxiety, ADHD, you probably need to look at some other things before you take the nootropics, which I kind of consider the icing on top, the candy. I do think Nootopia is doing the best job because of all the reasons Renee listed. They're customizable, they're personalized, and that test which is cool, figure out what which neurochemicals you're deficient or dominant in is awesome. And it's based off of the Braverman test, which is the longer version of that, but it is subjective, right? It's self-reported. So it's not actually measuring the levels of dopamine, GABA, serotonin in your brain. And even beyond that, we know that those neurotransmitters are downstream of inflammation. So if you have a neuroinflammation, then the neurotransmitters are going to be affected where I think some people think, or used to think that we just go right for the neurotransmitters to fix the problem. It's not the case. So again, I'm just going to like hammer down. This is not for you. If you have larger issues going on that need to be treated. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a bandaid for that. And speaking of the neuroinflammation, they do have a product called mental reboot, which is not stimulating at all. And it's literally just focusing on that neuroinflammation. So I know Mr. Newts talks about, especially if you're drinking alcohol, right? We feel like crap the next day. We have that brain fog and that's because our brain is inflamed. So the mental reboot is meant to kind of clear out that inflammation and it's not stimulating at all versus some of the other ones that are stimulating. I actually, I always love comparing this to the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper if you if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's such a great movie, but it takes him to like this literally limitless feeling where his brain is just like, go, 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 go. But then you see he crashes, right? And so I think that emphasizes the take care of your body, make sure you're resting, make sure you're sleeping, doing all the right things so that you're not depleting your body. Because I think even though they're all, you know, plant-based extracts, I think that you could overdo it. I think if you were doing these every single day and pushing your brain really hard, I I think you would crash. Yeah. I think it goes back to the conversation we had with Ari Witten, anything that is stimulating, even coffee you want to use in like specific situations. Now I really struggle with the coffee because I want it every day, but our brain's going to be more receptive if it's new. We don't want to like dull those receptors. So use it when you really need it. Don't rely on it because you didn't get to bed on time. Yeah. But mental reboot, I think that's probably for everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? I don't, why not? And there's an AM and a PM, which is really a really cool stack. Yeah. I like that one a lot. <sighs> oh, gosh. I'm still looking at Rudy. <laughs> like, he's having a hard time right now. Oh. All right. We got to keep. <laughs> he needs some GABA. 
booty boy. Or a brain tap, which we're going to talk about brain tap. Yeah. Dr. Patrick Porter, who we love. We've had him on the podcast twice. He created the brain tap headset. It looks like headphones, and then it has a piece that comes over your eyes, like kind of like an eye shade. So you look like you're from space, especially if you wear it on the airplane, like I do, which I love. And it's always a good conversation starter. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the brain tap headset, it works with binaural beats and. Oh, it's escaping me right now. What is, what's the other isochronic tones, right? Right. Into your ears. And then the, the light piece deliver, uh, delivers gentle light pulses. So we're affecting the ear meridians and the retina, which is sending direct signals to the brain and it's affecting certain brainwave states. So a lot of us are just stuck in like hypervigilant beta mode, go, go, go from the moment we wake up. And we really want to have like a dynamic flow balance of all the brain waves. So we can achieve specific brain wave states based on the, gosh, they have like hundreds of journeys on this headset. Hundreds. I couldn't possibly do all of them. But yeah, and I mean, some of them say specifically which brain waves you're targeting. Right? Especially a lot of the sleep tracks that will say it's for Delta mm-hmm. or like mid-afternoon if it's more Theta for a more calm focus feel. and. Some of them are guided with his voice, Dr. Porter's voice, and other voices. You may hear some other voices on there. Um, and some are just music. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. So lots of great options. And I, I feel like I've been raving about the brain tap since we even started the podcast three years ago. So this isn't just a recent thing. Um, especially if you struggle to shut your brain off or meditate or have any kind of mindfulness practice, I think this one is so worth it. Yeah, it's been a game changer for me, a thousand percent. Yeah, I think I really like it just for when I travel. I mean, I do use it at home, but I'm getting the biggest benefit for travel, specifically on the airplane or changing time zones or to help me sleep in a new place if I have changed time zones. Um, I think it's an expensive piece of tech. And I want to say that I could continue my meditation journey and get so good at meditation that I could just drop in anywhere and kind of tune out life, noise, distractions. Um, But also it's a really, really high piece of tech. So you're getting frequencies that you could not, well, I I guess it's debatable. We should ask ask the monks, can we achieve this without the headset? Probably. With lots of practice. With lots of practice. So, uh, you know, I'm still on that trajectory towards becoming superhuman on my own without tech. And I think it's achievable, but I'm going to be practical and say, I live in the modern world and I'm busier than I should be. And so this biohack is like definitely a classic biohack allows me to drop in, meditate, take a nap whenever I need to. I'm not a napper. Renee is. Um, yeah. It definitely helps me to take a, you know, that NASA 22 minute nap. I find it's really good for that. Yeah. And even though I'm a napper, there are some days that I feel like I just need to shut my brain off for a little bit, but I can't really go into a nap. I'm not feeling that. I'll just do a 30 minute brain tap session and I come out of it feeling almost like I napped, but I didn't, didn't actually fall asleep. So mm. I think it can be great for non-nappers as well. Yeah, I agree. I would say this is for the moms that have very limited downregulation self-time or, you know, really busy, maybe 
high-powered executives that just work crazy hours. If you just need to go in your office and repower your brain for a minute, I would say if you like, despite your best efforts, really do need the biohack, I think it's helpful. If you have the time to keep focusing on your meditation, breathwork journey, you know, you could listen to binaural beats on Spotify, maybe not as powerful, but like you could do it. I think I'm trying to relay that. I don't think I'm not going to tell everyone to get this as much as I love it. Mm. What would you say? I'm going to tell everyone to get this. (laughs) (laughs) This is just, I don't, this is just a piece of technology that I, I think can help everyone. And I mean, and Dr. Porter even talks about the research they're doing, especially on kids too. It's just, it's helping so many people. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just consider, consider yourself. Do you feel like you're kind of stuck in fight or flight? Is it hard to power down? Do you need that down-regulation self-care time? Yeah. Do it. There you go. It's awesome. Save up for it. It's worth it. Yeah. And I try, it's very easy to travel with. I take it everywhere. Like that's the one, I wish I could take all of my toys when I travel. That's the one that always makes it into my bag. Me too. Me too. It takes up a big chunk of my suitcase, but it always goes in first. I leave everything else behind. Yeah. I mean, you could take it out of the case, but you had an issue. It broke when you took yours out of the case. Yeah. I tried to wrap it in a sweatshirt and then I cracked the front of it. Okay. Okay. But yeah, (laughs) if it takes up room in your suitcase, it's relatively light. So at least you'll be ensured that your suitcase is not overweight. (laughs) There you go. Advice from the airlines. Thank you. Okay. All right. right. Let's move on from tech to a supplement, Guella uh, mushrooms. We had Peter Rattano from Guella. His product is Mojo, which is a functional mushroom. They kind of reverse engineered the benefits of psilocybin microdosing, but they use functional mushrooms, so nothing psychedelic, to elevate brain states, to increase motivation, all of these things that kind of mimic the reported effects of a psilocybin microdose. So anyone can take it. You don't have to worry about being illegal or doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable. I also think, you know, I've had some clients that start on Mojo before a traditional microdosing protocol because they think it's a good anchoring moment. It kind of gets you in the zone and, and forces you to drop in. And maybe it's that meditation practice or a journaling practice or just a moment to ground your thoughts. So I always think like a physical grounding moment, like a mojo is helpful mm. um, to get you into that space. I like it. Uh, my only complaint is that there's sugar in it. Don't love that. Maybe they'll reformulate. Yeah, but it's not much for one chew, right? How many grams? Two grams? <laughs> Any grams is too much. <laughs> sugar is the devil. Yeah. yeah I just I mean- think it's unnecessary. I'm more just annoyed by it. Yeah. If it was just in a capsule, then you wouldn't have to worry about that at all. But yeah, again, for someone that's hesitant to try a typical microdose of whatever, it's a good segue. I think it's a really, really good entry point. So if microdosing is intriguing, it's interesting to you, but you're a little nervous, I think start here and see how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, I noticed a bigger, better benefit or bigger benefit when I took it in the afternoon. When I first was experimenting, because I still, I love my one cup of coffee in the morning. It's just like my ritual in the morning. When I did the chew with my coffee, I didn't notice a difference. I just felt just like my normal morning coffee boost. 
But when I did it after lunch, I then felt really clear and focused the rest of the day. Okay. Now that I think back, I, I did have that experience too. Like morning is tough because I'm just doing a lot of things, supplements, coffee, sure. Isolated. Yeah. Isolated, yeah. I wouldn't do it too late in the day, but. Yeah. Cause it still has, I want to say like 20 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. So for me, like I can't do that after 2 PM, but just moving it, I noticed a, a benefit and just on the microdosing realm of things, I just finished watching how to change your mind. How to change your mind. I you finally just finished, finished it. That. It took us a while. I, I started episode one, like the day it came out. And then I finally just finished episode four, like two nights ago. It I think four days after it came out, I'd already watched the whole thing twice. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It's because I wasn't allowed to watch it without Ryan. I had to wait for him and he's oh. been really busy lately. So oh, that's tough. I did. I Fair did enough. kind of cheat and watch part of episode four without him. You know, this is a Oops. public recorded show. <laughs> well, this is how I'll find out if he listens to the podcast. <laughs> testing, testing, testing. Hello, hello. Anyways, what were you going to say about this? Oh, I was just going to say, just in that realm, I think a lot of people are watching that now and really intrigued by it. And again, if you're hesitant to go full force force into it, Koala is doing really awesome stuff to connect the gap there. Definitely. Love that. All right, moving on. Yeah, next up, resilience and stress. So resilience, this was like our word of the year last year, two years ago. Like for um, three years and running. And running. I know. Can I Still the popular kid. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we kind of kicked it off with talking about the amp coil and the nervous system. Again, I think anything that is going to downregulate your nervous system and reduce stress, because we have stress coming at us every angle all day long. And this is where Dr. Jay Wiles, our good friend and fellow biohacker from Hanu Health, we... Gosh, we've had Dr. J on twice, just him to talk about all things heart rate variability, autonomic nervous system control. And then we did a round table with Dr. J and Molly McLaughlin, who is our sleep guru expert. And to talk a little bit more about Hanu, this tech is just fabulous. He has finally fixed a lot of the things that are missing in the world of heart rate variability. If you want a basic rundown on heart rate variability, definitely go back to the first episode with Dr. Jay Wiles. We'll link to that in the show notes. But we know that heart rate variability is really at the foundation of learning how to manage our stress. So it's not just cut out all the stress in the world. It's how do we change our perception of stress, our response to stress. And all these great devices overnight are looking at heart rate variability or a ring. Apple Watch, the BioStrap, all these things, right? Overnight is great, but hopefully your heart rate variability is increasing overnight anyways because you're at rest. But during the day, what is your heart rate variability doing? There was <laughs> another device I've talked about on the podcast before, which was the first one to let you really monitor it all day at home. But I'm not going to say the name, but it had, a, it had a couple of kinks that needed to be worked out. And Dr. J has done that with Hanu Health. So Hanu Health is again, so looking at your heart rate variability all day, you can see when it drops, if you want to do something to bring it back up, you can click, you know, to do some breath work, you can do resonance breathing, box breathing. They've added so many more lately for sleep, for energy, all different things. And then you can see in the moment what your heart rate variability is doing. And this as a biohacker is really cool too, because there's a lot of tech on the market that say this increases your HRV. And you're like, but does it really? So yeah. Hanu is like the lie detector for these HRV biohacks. You can actually see if it makes a difference. And yeah, I'm loving it. 
It's been a really fun experiment. The lie detector. So it is a chest strap. They initially said it was going to be a wrist strap, which I'm still a little bummed about just because I feel like functionality, it'd be nice to have something on the wrist. I think they're still working towards that. Uh, they are releasing it to the public now, though I would say, even though they worked out the kinks, it's still a little bit in beta mode. So if you are getting the product, just know they're going to continue to make updates. But as Renee said, I, I just think it's amazing that you can see in your data what's actually changing your HRV and how much agency we have when we use breath work. Dr. J talks a lot about doing breath work, like during a workout, not picking up your phone in between reps, like just focusing on breath work so you can strengthen your resiliency and then you're going to have a better workout. Or if you're just the kind of person that once the day starts, you are go, 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 go. And you just feel like maybe you start to shallow breathe. Maybe you're using a CGM and you have that. I see that sometimes with clients, like just the, you know, gradual rise of glucose through the morning, mid morning, afternoon. It's just like, whoa, okay. That's, you know, stress response. That would mean that your HRV probably needs some strengthening and breath work is the best thing you can do. It's amazing. Like my Renee and I both have really high HRV overnight, but it's funny looking at it during the day. I'm like, whoa, if I do a heavy workout, it's two. I'm like almost dead. (laughs) But if I stop and do breath work for two minutes, I can see on my Hanu, my HRV will just go, it will skyrocket. I'm like, whoa, I did that with my breath and I could do that right here in the moment. So if your body is feeling stressed, you can take it out of that stress state just by breathing. And I think having that, those metrics, the accountability is really, really motivating. So I would say this is for you. If you feel like you're that low level stress, like, and that shallow breathing, just generally feel stressed throughout the day. Don't know how to just like sink in and maybe you're not, you're not aware of it, but you could just be a go, go, go person and feel like you're doing well, but what happens when you actually look at your HRV and how much better could you feel once you have that awareness? Yeah. I kind of feel like this is going to be tech for everyone. I don't think this is going to be like a biohacker device for long, right? I agree. And I think there's some exciting things coming in the future, possibly the pairing of tracking HRV and glucose, like maybe levels in Hanu will have a baby. baby. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think there's a high correlation there because we know if cortisol goes up, it's going to call on glucose to come in because it doesn't know if you're running from a tiger or your boss is yelling at you or you're yelling at your kid. It's all the same. So your blood sugar goes up. We can deep breathe, strengthen parasympathetic, strengthen the HRV. Glucose will most likely go down, you know, and that's considering you're eating the right things and hydrated. And stuff. And stuff. All the good but yeah, stuff. I think that it would be a really good pairing. I agree. I think it's for everyone. I just say disclaimer, if you're annoyed by the chest strap, maybe hold out a little longer. I don't yeah. find it's annoying. I, I often like forget that I have it on. I'll wear it all day long. But, you know, might be more exciting and easier once it's on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, maybe... I don't know. Is it easier for women? Cause I'm like, I'm already wearing a bra. It just goes like right under my bra line. So it doesn't, I don't even notice that it's there. Oh, torture chamber. Oh yeah. Mm. But you don't, See, wear I it. don't wear those. So I'm like, Oh, it is a oh. little extra. Mm. Oh, a little extra push there, <laughs> but you don't wear it when you sleep. If that helps at all, it is a daytime thing. Like yeah. that would be uncomfortable to sleep with a chest strap, but definitely, yeah. definitely. 
But if you're willing to be one of like the early adopters of it, I think it's still, they're still doing like 40% off through the end of September. So it's like, if you're willing to jump in and and be part of the test group, you can save a lot of money that way. Definitely. Yep. And through end of September, we still have that code. Is it Biohacker Babes 40 or Babes 40? I think it's Babes 40, but we'll double check and link that in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. Sweet Rudy. He needs some breath work right now. I'm sorry. I'm still watching him on the day cam and he's just (laughs) howling. Oh, okay. Let's move on. We got a few more things to crank out circadian rhythm slash jet lag. Cause that's kind of the same thing. Your circadian rhythm gets altered when you either traditionally jet lag change time zones or social jet lag, meaning your schedule changes, you know, at home without travel, just because life is a little bit back. Maybe you're socializing more staying up later on the weekends, right? We can have social jet lag or travel jet lag all falls under this umbrella of circadian rhythm. We talked to Talia Ram of Lumi Ram, which is the healthy lighting company. She has some really cool light bulbs kind of for every application, like every type of bulb, whether it be your home office, your real office, for your bedroom, kind of anywhere to up-level your lighting. Because a lot of the lighting that we have or that we're exposed to One is affecting our circadian rhythm. So maybe too much blue light or it's just not energy efficient. So it could be emitting emitting some frequencies that are not so great for our brain and for sleep and energy. Yeah. I I like that the lighting thing, once you fix it in your house, it's fixed pretty much. Like it's a one-time biohack. So I appreciate that. I mean, you might not do it all of it overnight, but um, definitely fixing your indoor lighting as a priority. A kind of funny story. So on that episode with her, I asked her what I can do about my stairway. So oh, yeah. Because you know the, the hazards of the crazy bright lights. Now, this was weird. The week that Ryan and I were watching Stranger Things season four, if anyone's seen mm. it. Crazy. I don't know. The three lights at the top of the stairs that are so bright and bother me at night before bed. Because like I got my blue light blocking glasses on. The lights are dim. My candles are lit. And then I go to bed and I turn this bright light on. Those three lights just died. They just died and we can't figure it out. We have to get an electrician to come in here, but I'm like, it's something like stranger things like in the upside down, got into our house and the lights all messed up now. All right. You don't I get it. Be you freaked didn't out. See. No, I stopped watching it. I want to be no. freaked out, but also like, this is a good thing that it's out. Right. It's out. Yeah. I mean, okay. we should get it fixed, but at the same no, time, it's, don't fix it. Cause <laughs> I when, when you- I sleep in the guest room, that thing comes shining through that vent. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, you're gonna love it when you visit next week. It'll still be dark when you get here. So um, don't fix it. Some yeah. things are better broken. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Lighting. back to LumiRam. Neither of us have tried the LumiRam products or from healthylighting.com. They're on my wish list. I think the research is cool. They have great products. If you feel like you need a light overhaul in your home or your office, definitely check these out. I do think lighting is important, but I already have, I have red light bulbs in certain places in my room. And then I have a morning bright light, blue light in my room. So I feel like I'm kind of set up. If you have nothing, definitely start with her company. Yeah. Yeah. I would just like one at a time, start replacing your bulbs with those for sure. Yeah. Kind of like replacing your beauty products, home cleaning products. Don't overhaul in one day, but you know, as you see fit one at a time. For sure. 
And we have to mention our friend Molly McLaughlin, who is our good friend and sleep guru. She is the host of the Sleep is a Skill podcast. She talks a lot about jet lag, circadian rhythm, sleep. So she's a wealth of information and great resources on her website, sleepisaskill.com. And then on the recent roundtable discussion we had with her and Dr. J, she shared some really interesting information about more of like the circadian uh, meal timing and you know, myths around breaking our fast in the morning and how to do that. So that was a, a fun one with Molly. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of fasting or circadian meal timing, we kind of already talked about these a little bit, but with Michael Brandt from HVMN and then hydrogen water, we just think these are both really great things to add into your fasting practice. You have to figure out what fasting works best for you. Obviously it's going to be different for everyone, but we find that these two can just make your fast easier, which is what we're all looking for. Yeah. I think most of us are overfed and we're eating over a a way too long of a eating window in the day. So yes, explore fasting in some form or fashion and make sure it's personalized to you, especially if you're a cycling female. But a lot, I think a lot of the fasting stuff is just mental because you go into that fight or flight. Am I in danger? Like, am I in a famine mode? where your body has plenty of fuel reserves, like you're going to make it through. So if you can get over that stress and like, like, I don't love fasting. I certainly would rather eat. And that comes up for me too. But I think as Renee said, these two can kind of push you through. It takes you out of that fight or flight mode or that stress response to like the, the scaries of fasting. The scaries of fasting. Yeah. Because if we truly were able to burn fat efficiently, fasting would be easier, right? It's just that most of us are relying on carbs and glucose a lot. And so what Mm -hmm. the ketones and hydrogen water are doing, it's helping a lot with that, the glucose regulation, using the ketones for fuel, supporting the gut microbiome to be able to fast longer. So yeah, Yeah. great biohacks. Cool. Okay. Those are our major pillars. We just have one last icing on top pillar, next level biohacks. In this case, we're talking about peptides because we had three guests over the last two seasons that talked about peptides. We had Josh Whalen of Get Blokes, which is the, the men's health company. They were doing lab testing and then peptides and some hormone replacement therapy. They also just opened their women's division called Joy, J-O-I, Wellness. So if you're looking for a practitioner to you know do some more functional testing on you and maybe look at hormone stuff and peptides... I think this is a great option. They're not available in every state, but I hear more and more clients. They're like, I just need a new physician. Like they're not listening to me. I've had a lot of female clients that are experiencing the medical gaslighting as of late. So Josh Whalen would be a really great resource if you feel kind of stuck with your current practitioner. And then we had Dr. Tracy Gapin, who is down in Florida. Where is he in Florida? Sarasota. Sarasota. Sarasota specializes in men's health. He was a urologist, but now he's doing a lot of functional lab testing and peptides. And then also Jay Campbell, who really specializes in hair loss. And he did, he talks a lot about peptides for hair loss and I'm missing something. Yeah. He does a lot with hair loss and with skin. So using peptides for um, a lot of, I would say topical peptides for skin health and hair health. And then he did just launch his six week online course So if you're new to peptides and you want to do a deep dive, it's a six-week, I guess, online self-guided course. You can do it as you 
please, but you can learn like how peptides work, uh, what the potential risks are. That's important to know. And then he goes into like the best peptides for anti-aging, recovery and healing, fat loss and muscle building. And then the most important thing is where to find legit peptides. So, I mean, all the names that we just listed, those are great resources to get peptides that are going to be safe and they're going to be personalized to what you need. Don't just go online and haphazardly be buying these things. Not not necessarily that they're going to cause problems, but they just might not be what they say they are. And then you might not see a benefit. So it would just be a waste of money, really. So I would I would look at these resources if you want to do uh, some peptides. Yeah. I love the courses available. I'm going to go through it because I, I have a ton more to learn about peptides. I am oh experimenting God. with Sir Morlin right now. And I got that through Josh Whalen. Don't have a ton to report back right now. Um, you know, it's always hard to kind of measure because I do a lot of things, but Sir Morlin helps your body produce more growth factors. So like human growth hormone, uh, naturally that's the idea. So see lots of benefits like better energy, better sleep, better exercise recovery. I can't really report anything profound in any of those areas, but also none of those feel challenging to me right now. So could be supporting. I mean, I've been traveling a lot, changing time zones. So it's very possible that's been supportive to me. My vote is that I don't think that peptides are for everyone right now. I think there's so much more we need to learn. And so, and also I think it's kind of could be candy on top. So I would not rush, rush the peptide game. For what sure. do you think? Yeah, I would agree. I think peptides are kind of like, like we called it next level biohack. Something else you could consider is we just had Dustin Baker on the podcast from bioprotein and his product. So the biopro plus it's, it's using growth factors. And he talks a lot about human growth hormone and human growth hormone could potentially be like the longevity miracle that we all need because it's declining naturally as we age and causing all the things that come with aging. Magic pill. (laughs) We found it. (laughs) But we're not saying go out there and start injecting human growth hormone. There are a lot of side effects that come with the synthetic injections, but his company, the BioPro Plus, they are using the growth factors from um, deer antler. So velvet antler extract is, is pretty powerful stuff. So that might be like a baby step towards peptides. And that's something that you don't even need a prescription for. You can just go online and buy that. Mm-hmm. And you just take it sublingually once a day. And he's not a fan of peptides. Yeah. he. It sounds like he treats peptides more as, well, I mean, you do have to, you want to work with a doctor if you're doing peptides, right? It's almost like you're going from the supplement to like a prescription. If you could think of it that way, it's like a bigger jump but he thinks the growth factors are really providing your body with what it needs instead of just jumping to the end product of some peptide. Yeah. I think it's definitely more useful to go upstream, but I would, we should probably have our friend Natalie Nidham on, who is a peptide expert. It would be interesting to hear her counter argument or her expertise in the peptides. So we can get a a fuller picture on this. So that would would be like big TBD on the peptides right now, but I feel pretty good. We'll see. I'll report back. Yeah. We're, we're ending today's episode on a, huh. <laughs> let us know if you've tried peptides. Yeah, there we go. I'd love to hear your stories. <laughs> okay. Right. So we did next level biohacks, fasting, circadian rhythm, resilience and stress, brain health, gut health, sleep. I hope we answered your questions that you've had over the past two seasons. 
If you still have remaining questions or if there's something we talked about today and you want even more information, if you're like more confused or maybe you have a specific question, you're always here to answer your questions. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun to use these Just the Babes episodes to to do that. Let's do recaps. Let's answer your questions. Please let us know what you all need. We are here to guide you. (laughs) All right, Renee, this was fun. I'm going to go pick up my dog so we can do some breath work together. (laughs) Have a nice relaxing night with Mr. Rudy. Exactly. Maybe a little brain tap. (laughs) No peptides though. No peptides. No. All right. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.